0: Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy, and you are listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and, of course, Star Wars. That's right. This is the Dcast. This week on episode big, 150, we have your box office rundown, the Disneyland Report, with our Disneyland reporter, Ben Solo. Also, Incredibles 2, we have some information now that came this week, along with the Flying V themselves, the Mighty Ducks. Possibly getting a television series along with Aladdin live action production has wrapped and a very special interview with the Pacific Northwest's own Imaginerds. That and your Apple Podcast reviews on episode number 150 of The Decat. welcome my name is andy and you are listening to the podcast that covers all things disney pixar marvel and star wars this is the 150th episode of the dcast and with me is the best fellow host anyone could ask for who has put up with me changing schedules all week i gotta brag on on him because i, I our normal time is to record at one o'clock on sunday and because of just my life we had to move it to nine and he was totally cool with it skyler schuler is with me as always how you doing today skyler I'm good, how you doing?
1: Congratulations on 150, Andy.
0: 150 episodes coming up on the five year anniversary here pretty soon. I cannot believe it. Um couldn't have done it without you, man. Like I, I was getting ready to give up on this thing not too long ago and you came in and just revitalized this show and Yes, I'm loving where we're going. I'm loving where it's taking us, and yes, it's good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I'm glad to be here.
0: Glad to be here. What's going on with you recently? As of late, have you gotten a date with Ava DuVernay yet? How's that going?
1: I'm trying, dude. It, she's a bu- she's a busy woman. She's got a wrinkle in time coming up. I know. I I might have to uh, sneak my way to the Black Panther press screening tomorrow because I know Ava DuVernay will be there.
0: Ooh, um, ooh, I, I like I like the sound of that press screening. Um,
1: but that's not. But uh, aside from that, I'm uh, getting ready for film school here pretty soon and fun. And uh, you know, living living the dream. I live can't. In the dream.
0: I can't get Ava to return my tweets. She returns your tweets, but yeah, <laughs> can't get her. To return. We need we
1: need help. We need a. You need a mass we need to get a mass message out to her
0: <laughs> but i did get a uh, um a nice little tweet here from uh much of uh the um what should i call them uh, uh, fresh baked crew who go to disneyland they all are down to be on the show by the way if you saw on twitter oh uh, wonderful both david and Romy just tweeted at me they're like yeah they i have an internet connection and things to say david said so looks like we're gonna have fresh baked back on the show i'm very excited about that so yeah awesome well before we move forward uh a few things we like to talk about Make sure you're following us on all the various social media networks. Go to decast.com for all of that. Make sure you're following Disney Film Facts. Go to DisneyFilmFacts.com for all of that, or the decast.com, which will take you to Disney Film Facts. Either way, we get, we get it. Go, go to where you can get to us. Also, our Patreon. We love some Patreon love. Um, so we can just do more, be able to go more places, do more things. And we have an Apple Podcast review this week. I'm so oh excited. yes! Finally, please. Now I've had a lot of people um, message me actually this week saying, "Hey, I don't listen on Apple Podcasts. How can I leave a review?" Unfortunately, Apple Podcasts is really the only place to do it. Spotify doesn't have that. Google Plays is weird. Uh, you could, if you wanted to, just review it on Apple Podcasts if you have an iTunes account at all. Just find the D-Cast on their review it, even though maybe you're listening on Spotify or on YouTube or wherever. Uh, but this is from Rat 23 Rat 23 says, this is my favorite podcast for Disney and movies in general. They not only know what they're talking about and give you up-to-date information, but they also are just great people who make you laugh and think. Other sources for Disney news are often just that news but these guys have great personalities that come through while they're speaking and make it feel like they're in your living room having a conversation with them they also give updates from d23 and coolio stuff like that i remember coolio back in the 90s coolio stuff yeah. like that they give great insight and put together a fantastic show 10 out of 10 would recommend to any disney lover jazzer at 23 thank you for the love we appreciate Thanks it so
1: much Clap Absolutely. clap
0: yes thank you Yes. Very, very much. If you go to leave us a review, guys, we would appreciate it. With that, let us move on to the box office rundown, the part of the show we go over the weekend box office, and um I feel ashamed, Skylar. I have not been to the movies this week at all. Like, how do I call myself a movie lover? Uh,
1: you're a busy man.
0: Oh, gosh. You're a busy man. I got my first trip. yeah. I got, I
1: got I my. Us covered.
0: Okay, good, good. I got my first directing gig this week. I'm totally stoked about that. Oh, I'm, there you go. I'm, I'm directing a commercial, like full on. I've hired a crew. I'm I'm excited. So I went out and scouted the location. So that there's that, and then we're we're moving into my house this week. So hopefully after this week, I'll be able to go to the movies again. I've only seen two movies this month: uh, I, Tanya, and The Post. I want to see more. I haven't seen have I seen any on the top five here? I've seen two of the, on the top five, which is again not like me. And we'll start with number five, which uh is the second to last movie I've seen. The post coming at 8.85 million dollars. Um dropped a little bit from last week, but overall, good showing for the post. You can't really expect too much more. They've made their money back as far as you know, general budget it was fifty million dollars. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the Tom Hanks? So-called Academy Award snub on this one. I, I,
1: it you know it's 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 hard. I mean, who do you take out that was nominated for (sighs) Tom Hanks? Who do you replace?
0: Yeah, yeah. That
1: that would be my question. And if I had to, I wouldn't even vote Tom Hanks in. I would have probably, ah man, I there's a part of me that wanted Hugh Jackman to get the nomination. Yeah, there is a part of me that wanted. James Franco to be nominated. Yep. Um uh, it's tough. maybe you maybe take out Denzel Washington, but I haven't seen Roman J Israel, so I don't Yeah. I I, I don't know.
0: I haven't seen one either. And also one thing one I'm kinda disappointed, I would've really liked to have seen in the supporting actor role, Patrick Stewart for Logan. I think he Oh I know. I think that was well deserved. I really do. And this I uh, the academy is still not taking these these comic book movies seriously I'm not trying to be a fanboy like they need to take comic book movies seriously but these movies are becoming like legitimate like players out there and, and very well directed and I really do feel like academy voters aren't taking these films seriously because they come from Marvel or d c Wonder Woman also got snubbed but Anyways, post strong showing. Meryl Streep got nominated because if Meryl Streep's in a film, it doesn't matter what it's about. She's gonna get nominated for an Academy Award because that's just what happens. Nothing that's how it goes. nothing against Meryl Streep. Um I think who was it that said it two or three years ago uh that according to California law, Meryl Streep was, you know, nominated for Academy Awards? <laughs> who was who was that? Uh, oh it was Jared Leto. He presented for Best Act, Best Supporting Actress And uh, one year, and he's like, we have four nominated uh, women and Meryl Streep, according to, you know, California statutes or whatever, something like that. It was funny. With that, number four, The Greatest Showman, Hugh Jackman, $9.5 million. I've been listening to the soundtrack, very much enjoy the soundtrack. Should I see the movie, though? That is the question. Uh,
1: I would say see the movie if you want to see the musical numbers paired with the songs that you're listening to okay i wouldn't i wouldn't go in expecting a beautiful beautifully told story because it, it is not i personally would wait till you know Redbox vod uh however streaming service however you watch your movies once that time comes but the greatest showman outside of the music is is just a forgettable movie
0: good to know good to know yeah I lo- love the soundtrack I'm kind of obsessed with the soundtrack so I guess I need to go ahead and see the movie on uh, number three this one came out of left field my goodness you have Christian bale in this movie called hostels uh where did I have heard nothing about this film ten point two million dollars it is not playing in my theater at all i I don't know what to say this just kind of I didn't know I didn't know Christian Bale was making a western. I had to I, see you it. Know,
1: I I saw a trailer for it maybe a month ago and it didn't strike me to be something I I really want to see. However, I have heard decent things about the movie, but I didn't know it was coming out wide release today or this week. Yeah. This, this past week. I had no idea.
0: Yeah, it came out this is its 6th week actually. Um, it's been playing in, in limited relief for the last five weeks. So yeah, goodness. Uh maybe they were trying to get Academy Award um, you know not nominated and they didn't so they went ahead and just put it out there. I don't know. So yeah, hostile. I need to go see this. I'm gonna go see this. Hopefully I can find a place to go see it. Number two, Jumaji. Again, killing it. 16.4 million dollars. Jumaji, welcome to the jungle. With an all-star cast of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillian, and Nick Jonas, oh my gosh! Um, they're they're eight hundred and twenty-two billion or million dollars worldwide. I don't think they'll make the billion this late in the game. But if you would have told me two months ago that. Jumaji, the Jumaji sequel, Welcome to the Jungle, will make over $500 million, I would have laughed in your face. Like, it's gonna be a fun movie, but, uh, gosh, we're definitely gonna be seeing a sequel, I'm guessing. It had oh, a, yeah. a $90 million budget. And they it's, did... It, gosh.
1: It, it's uh. insane. I I had heard that the chairman for Sony Pictures wants to put it up against Star Wars Episode Nine in 2019, so... I don't. I don't necessarily believe that because, for one, Rock is busy. He's got like seven projects lined up before yeah, then. Yeah. And you know, I they have to hurry and start shooting it by the end of this year if they want to make that 2019 release date. Yep. Yep. Um, but that's just how much confidence the studio has in Jumanji again. And you know, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle proves that you know it can open against Star Wars and it, it serves as fantastic counter programming.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the movie that dethrones Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars, gosh, it's down at number eleven this week. Um, it's it's holding it's holding strong. It's it. Thing is with Star Wars, it's one of those films everyone sees as early as they can, and then they see it early and often. And now it's kind of like, all right. And Jumaji just has that staying power. I I don't I'm not gonna see it again. But man, I just, I am completely shocked. But that brings us to our number one movie from Fox. Maze Runner The Death Cure 23 and dollars cause we need another Maze Runner movie this one's getting a lot of push though from MoviePass they are really they've been like pushing this film for their, their, their um, users to go see like sending emails and texts like hey go see Maze Runner so it, they're doing something right I don't uh, yeah I, I guess I'll go see it maybe I, have you I, seen this film
1: I actually saw it earlier today Oh, um wow. I'm not a okay, I'm not a fan of the franchise, but I'm a fan of Dylan O'Brien, who I think is a star in the making. Okay. Um I don't think he's quite there yet, like I know these Maze Runner movies have done decent I'll say decent. Yeah. Um and by that I mean they they each made about 300 million worldwide. I expect this one to make about 300 million worldwide. Uh Dylan O'Brien was in that movie American Assassin last year, but um I want to see what happens with i yeah i even think the movie was directed really well it's just the story was not something i really cared for i didn't care for any of these side characters um but i really think the director and dylan o'brien are stars in the making and if you like these young these young adult adaptations of you know books turned into movies and i think maze runner is something you should go see and i think it's better than a lot of the ones that have come out recently like uh, the Twilight films, Mortal Engines, and you know, uh, <laughs> yep. di- Divergent, Convergent, Detergent, whatever Alleg- it's called.
0: Allegiant. yeah, yeah, yeah um, whatever. Yeah, and, uh, th- and now it's going to be a, a television movie. That yeah, Shailene yeah, Woodley doesn't want to do now. <laughs>
1: that's okay. Shailene Woodley doesn't really have quite the career. To, to be saying stuff
0: like that yeah. anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So that is the box office this weekend. Uh, what's coming out next weekend? What is going on next week? Let's, let's look here. Uh, gosh, I have no idea what's coming out next week. Anything big at all that we know of?
1: Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, uh, the Win- Winchester.
0: Okay, okay. Good deal.
1: Uh, the Winchester, and that's the big one.
0: Yeah, all right. And then we got... Gosh, Black Panther, finally, in just a few weeks here. I am so stoked for the Black Panther. I think everyone's kind of keeping away from This movie's going to be huge. i got to buy my tickets still for opening night. I plan on totally seeing that. What have you guys seen this weekend? I know January kind of tends to be a dumping ground for uh, studios and films. And also, have you seen all the Oscar contenders coming up? Uh, Let us know. And with that, um, we started a segment called the Disneyland Report where we have our Disneyland reporter on the ground, Ben Solo himself, out there talking Disneyland. So right now we bring you the Disneyland Report.
2: What's going on, Andy and Skyler? What's going on, D-Cast? Here is your weekly Disneyland report. Before I get into my personal experiences at the park, I just wanted to go over a few things that are going on. Uh, rock the Dots. So every year on a National Polka Dot Day, Disneyland does their own version, Rock the Dots. This year, it was even more special because it coincided with our very own Minnie Mouse getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Very well-deserved, long overdue, happy for our girl. The parks were covered in polka dots. Everyone was wearing their polka dot spirit jerseys. They were wearing polka dot ears, polka dot buttons. Very cool to see all over social media, all over the parks. Very cool. I think even Snapchat came up with a Minnie Mouse filter for it. So congratulations to her. And also very cool to see the Disneyland community support Rock the Dots. Uh, As far as Paradise Pier, not really much going on there. Still a lot under construction. Goofy's Flight School did open finally. And to me at least, it's one of the most underrated rides at DCA. Reason why is because it looks like a kid ride. So one of my favorite things to do is to get on it with people that have never ridden it and they're expecting this little kid ride. And just seeing them freak out is is the best. That's just me. (laughs) So that that ride was open, so that was pretty awesome. Um, A few rides are closed in the parks. Uh, Small World is being uh, turned back to normal from the holiday. Uh, The Golden Zephyr, another underrated ride in my opinion, is being closed for refurbishment, but that'll only take like about a week or so. Um, There is a big park-wide project going on um, to improve the traffic flow. So uh, they're getting ready for the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, which opens next spring and in doing so they want to make sure that they improve the traffic flow um, you know throughout the park so I believe they're doing some stuff moving some stuff around um, by a small world and some of the parade routes are going to be different so look for that Uh, the lunar new year finally started on the 26th they do a a lot of little events a lot of food places like I spoke about in the the previous uh, podcast Uh, one thing i didn't know that they're doing is uh they're doing a mulan and mushu photo shoot which is pretty cool um they're also doing mulan's lunar new year procession a little parade type of event uh, by actually by goofy's flight school so as always disneyland has a lot of things going on at once um, but you know what we love it all we enjoy it all you know there's something for everybody Um, a lot of new merchandise also Aside from all the 2018 uh, New Year stuff, there's a lot of Spirit jerseys. Spirit jerseys are in right now. I, for one, I tried it on. I cannot pull it off. I had to say no to the Spirit jersey, but if you're into it, I believe they have some denim ones. They have the Rock the Dots one. They have a a lot of Spirit jerseys coming out for those of you that like to collect them. Um, A lot of cool merch, so that's always something to take advantage of also. So I wanted to talk about my trips uh, this week, and I had another reminder of why I love the Disneyland community so much. So I have a few friends that I follow on Instagram that are Disneyland vloggers and Instagrammers, and uh, we follow each other, we've liked each other's pics, laugh at each other's videos, you know, it seemed pretty cool, but we never had, uh, had the opportunity to hang out. We finally hung out this last Sunday, and it was a blast. And I got to shout them out because they're just, just really good people, down-to-earth, fun people. And it's uh, my buddy Mondo. He's on Instagram under the uh, the Disney Bay, The Disney B-A-E. Hilarious, down-to-earth, really cool guy. And also uh, Liz, our friend Liz, Liz G. She's under that on Instagram, Liz G. Super cool. Um, very talented vlogger and Instagrammer. And I tagged along with them. We hung out, we got on so many rides, had so many laughs, and it's just a reminder how you can come from a different walk of life, you can come from a different background altogether, and you share this love for Disney, and for Star Wars, and for Marvel, and nothing else matters. You know, It doesn't matter what you do for a living, it doesn't matter you know, where you come from, you're automatically almost family. I hit it off with these people and they were incredible and so nice and so fun. One of the best trips I've had by far. So I just wanted to shout them out. And I just wanted to also reiterate that, you know, we shouldn't take that for granted. You know, If it wasn't for that community, I wouldn't have met you guys. I wouldn't have met, you know, Andy, you know, via social media and I wouldn't have hung out with Skylar and become friends with Skylar. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Disney. With that, guys, that has been the Disneyland Report.
0: All right, Scott, I miss Disneyland. I want to. I, I, I need to get down there. Why are you coming down there? I'm coming down in March for a shoot, uh, and I know that. But we're going to be mostly in LA. And not too... Uh, maybe if I can come a day early, I can go down and spend some time in the parks. Just a day. It's just... Gosh, it costs like a $100 to go to one park for a day.
3: <laughs> oh, I know. It's like... It's nuts.
0: I miss having an annual pass. I just... Eventually, hopefully, I'll be going down there more often than I can justify buying an annual pass. And just... But gosh. Oh, I miss the parks. I miss them. And yeah, I've been watching a lot yeah. of Disneyland videos this week. And everything's kind of closed up. Like... Everything's boarded up because they're doing all the, the January refurbs. But uh, guys, oh, that's right. yeah. let us know what you think of the Disneyland report. What do you think of Ben? He's uh, working hard to get this report to you guys. Let you guys know what's going on at the Disneyland Resort. Of course, that's Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. And Skylar, this is your time to shine. You have a bunch of news for us from the movie world. Um, gosh, let's go ahead and start off. What is going on with Incredibles?
1: Oh, so Incredibles! That's that's the big one. So we finally had some concept art, you know, uh, showing us the characters. Nothing completely brand new, I would say. Um, you know, uh, new looks at some brand new characters. Some new cast members have been added. Mm-hmm. Uh, some that we've known for a while, but they've been officially added. Like Bob Odenkirk, who can actually be seen in um, the post this year. Um, he is playing Winston Dever, Uh we have Katherine Keener, who's playing Evelyn Deaver. Now, they're a husband and wife team. I don't believe they're the villains of the film. Uh, I believe they are friends of The Incredibles. Uh, so that's nice to see. We also got Rick Dicker uh, back in the in the film world. If you don't remember who he is, he is the super relocation program head. Yes. In the first movie, he helped Mr. Incredible uh, relocate, find a normal job, and you know get away from you know superhero life so he's back and that's good to see we also have sophia bush uh, retur- uh coming into the fold she's playing a character named void uh she's kind of the wannabe superhero she's a super fan of elastigirl um i don't think she's the villain either but it should be uh, to me it should be noted that she, her character breakdown is very similar to buddy in the first film and we I'll know what happened to Buddy. He uh, grew to be syndrome. Yes. So that's a character to keep an eye on. We also had Isabella Rossellini. She's the ambassador to the the legalization of superheroes. She's kind uh she's kind I like to think of her as like the you know, in Captain America's Civil War you had um General Ross who was against, you know, superheroes and them being free. Yes. She is kind of the opposite. She's the she's for the legalization and the support of superheroes going out there and, and saving the world. Uh, now she could be a she could have a turn and become a villain. She looks like the type who would be a villain. Um, you can see all these character breakdowns on DisneyFoamFacts.com. Go, uh, go, well
2: go there, go there, go there. Some
1: of the as well as some of the photos. But the Incredibles, too, it's uh, some new characters, some new actors, and a sneak peek at what they look like. And with that, there is also uh, a rumor that we could see our first full—I wouldn't say full trailer, but we will say a forty-five, uh, an additional forty-five to a minute and thirty-second trailer for *Incredibles 2* at the Super Bowl next weekend. So,
0: Yay.
1: keep your eye out for
0: that. Speaking of trailers, where is the solo trailer?
1: <laughs> where is it? Ah, oh, man. Where is it? it the only—it's got—it's got to be Super Bowl. It's got to be. But I—I I kept. I I heard it was going to be last week. Now, I heard from a really good source that source, I don't know what happened. Um, Sunday is what I'm hearing from a lot of people. I'm not going to bet money on it because Disney isn't known for dropping first trailers during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, But they could surprise us. They could surprise us and do it for the first time. They have to do it sooner or later. Um, If they drop it for the Super Bowl, we will find out by Wednesday.
0: Yeah if
1: we don't find out by Wednesday, we're not getting the solo trailer for the Super Bowl,
0: okay, but the solo movie is happening despite the you know rumors from trolls. Oh man.
1: <laughs> did you see what happened this week? I, I know you did.
0: Oh gosh,
1: uh, trolls galore with this solo movie. trolls
0: like oh, impersonating you, and then I don't normally engage the trolls. I don't, but they stole your logo and name. I'm like, that's it. I'm going after him. So I just started trolling back so hard that they blocked me. I'm like, okay. And then they unblocked me. I'm like, oh, you unblocked me. And then, so you and just then want attention. Then stole my photo and name. And that's what did it. When they stole my photo and name, I went to Twitter and they're like, okay, you're an actual person. Send us a picture of your ID. And then within like 15 minutes, that account was taken down. It was amazing. It was um, beautiful. Yeah,
1: so thank you to Twitter for doing that. Yes,
0: thank you, Twitter. My uh, gosh, is, the, the the press packet is out. This movie is happening in May. It is on the docket. Theaters are are, are preparing for it. It's happening. I think they're just messing with us now. <laughs> I really do.
1: They're teasing us. They they know. Well, here's the th- okay. Let's uh, not. To, it's not really a tangent, but to just to give some clarity to maybe to some of our younger viewers, there was a time. When we didn't get to see trailers before movies came out online, we had yeah. to go see a movie to see a trailer for the first time. Yep, yep. I, re- I don't remember what movie it was. Um, oh, man. I want to say it was – the first time I remember this happening was when I went to see Finding – No, no, no. I went to see Monsters, Inc., and they gave us a trailer for Finding Nemo. And it was like the first time you went into a theater and you saw a brand new trailer. You're like, oh, my God, this movie's coming out. I didn't know because there was no such thing as YouTube uh, up until what 2003, um, 2004, whenever they were uh, uh, established. So you would have to go to a movie to see your very first trailer for an upcoming movie. And now we're four months – we're a little over four months months away from the release of solo and we're we're in a panic but yeah i back remember in the, back in the day it, it was it was never a problem we're so we're so spoiled with trailers on the internet thanks yes. to studios and youtube and technology
0: i like to take our viewers back to 1998 16 year old me goes and buys a ticket for meet joe black brad pitt anthony oh, hopkins there you go yep. why did i, I do that go. I, why? Because Star the new Wars, Star Wars, the Phantom Wars, Menace, the, Phantom Menace, yep. the trailer. That's- and I did sit through Meet Joe Black. It was okay. There was the cool part where he got hit by the car. Brad Pitt did. That was amazing. Um, <laughs> it was It was amazing. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. Um, but I, did, I had no interest at that 16-year-old me in seeing that film. I wanted to see the Star Wars trailer. And that's, and that's what we you did it. It cost me $7.25 at the, the, the Regal Cinema 7 in... Las Vegas, Nevada, and I went and saw it. So, yeah, that's what you used to have to do. This whole YouTube reaction video thing, which I love, didn't used to happen. With that, the Flying V, or TV, Mighty Ducks. That's a segue. Um, We're getting getting Coach Bombay back, maybe, uh, for a a Mighty Ducks television series. I grew up with this. I love the Mighty Ducks and D2 and D3 and many... uh, A teen star who became mainstream actors were in this film. What do we know about this Mighty Ducks television series?
1: Okay, so we don't know a lot. But I have some ideas of what's going to happen. So according, this is coming from The Hollywood Reporter. ABC Signature Studios is in uh, early development on the show um they're the ones that are going to oversee the project and it's going to be based on the original 1992 film uh-huh uh there is no network that has picked it up yet they're probably going to wait until they start getting a cast together and maybe a pilot uh will, will get picked up for a pilot um it should be noted that disney has a streaming service coming next year yep uh they need series for that streaming service uh, I I really think that the Mighty Ducks will go to the streaming service. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could go to ABC. They could go to Disney Channel. They can go to Freeform.
0: They go um, to Hulu. For,
1: you know, they they can go to Hulu or they can go to NBC, CBS because uh, the there's you know they they have to shop the the they ha- they can shop it to another studio. Yep, yep. Disney doesn't have to exclusively make this now. It they are going to want to do that, but. I'm just putting it out there as a clarification. I think that the most logical place to put this is the streaming service. And the reason it is is because the Mighty Ducks, even though it's such a it's a well known franchise to our generation, um, you know, it, it was that nineties sports feel good comeback movie. It was our it was the our version of Rocky for people that grew up yes. in that time in the seventies. Um so they're going to want to tell it to a brand new audience. So the streaming service is the way to go. Yep. Um, you know, they have the original screenwriter from the original three movies coming back to do this one with wow. the original producer on board to do the series as well. So they're bringing back the original team. Uh, we are going to see a brand new Coach Bombay. We're not going to see Emilio Estevez. Oh, I enjoy him as oh, Coach Bombay. Um gosh, man. I, it, it'll be interesting it'll be fun to see in 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 the coming weeks who will, will be cast as coach bombay cuz they're going to want to get a decent sized name for that role um but that's all we know as far as uh this news regarding the mighty ducks
0: oh i would love to see uh the original coach bombay emilio Estes, come oh that'd be so amazing i'm a, i i loved these films as a kid uh you know i mean you you are in southern california you had the the mighty ducks of anaheim came out of yeah. this uh Gosh, I, I I remember I used to play roller hockey on my street in Ventura. You know, had the roller blades, and that this one got all of us into roller hockey and ice hockey. And yeah, this film has a lot of nostalgia for me. You know.
1: Oh, I know all three of them. All three of them. Oh are gosh, so good. they
0: are good. That and it was up there, and, and it was those three movies and The Sandlot. It was like perfect perfection. And you had a lot of guys in The Sandlot who were in the Mighty Ducks films.
1: Oh, exactly, and it's funny because. You know, when you, as a kid you're like, man, where do you want to go on vacation? And you're like, oh, I know where I don't want to go on vacation: Iceland, because we all know there's the <laughs> bad villains of the world. Um, but it's cool. It's it, it's cool to see where some of these guys have grown up. They just they had their their you know their 25 year reunion uh, just a couple of years ago, and they all got together and took pictures again, and it, it was really cool to see. Um, so yeah, I, this place, this franchise has a special place in my heart.
0: Okay, so. Last big story. Aladdin is done filming. Principal production is done. So now we're in post-production. Six months it took to film. Where do we go from here?
1: Okay. Post-production. Editing. Uh, Get the special effects nailed down. Get the, you know, especially the editing. Uh, Get marketing (laughs) ready. Inside marketing. It won't be shown to the public anytime soon. Um, We just have to kind of wait, wait and see. Uh, really, um, me and Masoud, who plays Aladdin shared a picture on his Instagram, Twitter, on his social media of a little sneak peek. And it was very cool to see that Abu and Iago were in there.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: It only, it only confirmed what I had, uh, reported back in November. Uh, so that was really cool to see. Um, we get a nice new look at the logo. Uh, it's a little different, very similar to the original movie, but they try to keep it different, which I like a
0: little more modern looking. Uh, yeah
1: you can, you can tell the magic carpets there and it looks like in the distance that they're staying true to the animated film and keeping the same costume design as the animated film, the same thing they did with beauty and the beast. Yep. Um, I don't expect to see anything for this movie until at least I'm going to go out on a limb and say August.
0: All right. Uh. I think they're going
1: to, and here's, here's why they're going to want to They're going to want to put something in front of Christopher Robin.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Um, and I think the smart bet is get people ready for Aladdin. Yeah. But, th- but then again, Dumbo comes out before Aladdin. So who knows?
0: Oh gosh. I, I, I am psyched for this film. Hopefully it does well. Well, when, when we got Uh May 24th, 2019 is when it's hitting theaters. So we got about a year and a half, a year and a half here. Uh, I still want to know who are they casting for Iago? I want to know.
1: Okay. So all I know, and I discussed this, on the last D cast, yes, I believe. Yes. Um, I don't, it's not clear if they're going to even voice the character. I think they do. The, the smart money is they're looking for. They're going to cast Diago. Um, yeah. So I, 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 just, I don't know. I mean, it, it'd be nice to see, I like your Kevin Hart casting from last week. Yeah. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, maybe find an actor that has that kind of attitude to him um, it'd be funny to kind of see maybe like a Rain Wilson from The Office. Oh, or, oh. Or, or like a Joel McHale or mm. um, some, some someone along those lines, I would say. But Kevin Hart would be a good one if you want to continue to go big name. Yeah. Obviously, Disney wants to work with Kevin Hart uh, some more because they are going to start working with him uh, in the coming months with his new Christmas movie. He's got coming out i forget what the <laughs> name of it is um but there's so many christmas movies from disney development i forget um but it'll be interesting to see
0: all right guys so that is our big news for the week and we have this week a special interview with um some some creators and we, we sometimes have big creators on here we have brian hall sarah sterling leo camacho you know, we, we like having those guys on there. We're going to pretty soon have the Fresh Bay crew back on here. Uh, but there is this channel tucked up in the Pacific Northwest, only four hours from where I'm from, <coughs> where I once went to school up in Portland, called Imagine Nerds. And this is a Disney collab channel among three friends who are making some great content and uh, even just a video that they're... Always getting better, always improving. I just a video they put out about how to draw Grumpy this week was just so well done. And I encourage you guys to go check out Imagine Nerds, link will be in the bio. But we have an interview with them, and we want you guys to get to know these guys, the Imagine Nerds. So we have Josh, Joel, and Shelley from Imagine Nerds. Go ahead and take a listen. Hey there, D-casters! It is me, Andy, and we are actually talking with someone in my geographical area in the Pacific Northwest. Yes, I have found three other Disney fans in the Pacific Northwest, believe it or not. I am here with the Imagine Nerds, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but they are... Some have called them the vlogs of the Pacific Northwest, but they're their own things. Don't compare them to them. They're their own thing. They're awesome. They're amazing. So, guys... We'll start with Josh, and we'll just—I want to hear from all you guys and who you are, and then we'll just—we'll just talk about your channel and what you do and why you love Disney.
4: All right. Well, my name is Josh.
5: Uh, my name's Shelley,
4: and I'm Ryan. And uh, yeah, we're Uh It's a uh, Disney collab channel here mm-hmm. in the Pacific Northwest, and we do a lot of different things. We do kind of a, a variety of, of things. We. Do h- how to draw Disney character videos and Disney crafts and uh, Disney movie facts and a lot of different stuff. So we definitely took a lot of inspiration from Thingamavlogs,
5: mm-hmm.
4: um, which we really love. Uh, and it was sad to see them. Sad to see them part, but it's uh, so well, sad. It's so sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but-, but we kind of took that and ran with it.
0: Good deal. Yeah. The- what you guys are doing it's 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 the collab like inspiration, but it's different from them and they have this twist on things or they did where cause they live in Southern California and I, I feel your guys' pain because the video <laughs> that got me hooked with you guys is the, the missing Disneyland video or things you do when you miss Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh god I that showed up in my timeline and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me. And I, I go four or five times a year. My kids have annual passes. I mean, gosh. Uh, so and even now i'm like like the other day we had sarah we had sarah sterling on the show from think about Vlog. vlogs like yeah i thought about going to disneyland this morning but i didn't and i'm like i hate you
4: <laughs> uh, why would yeah. you say
0: that to me sarah why would come I'm... on <laughs> it hurts so talk a little bit about just what what started your what, what started you on this path of making a disney collab youtube channel <laughs>
5: That, that's definitely all Josh. Um, uh, it, mm-hmm. was, it was his idea. Uh, we have a, kind of a small community up here, um, of people who just like Disney, and we'd have um, you know, random like Disney movie nights, and um, we'd just get together, and Disney would always come up in our conversations. Um, and so Josh one day was like, hey, uh, I have this idea. I don't know what you guys think about it, but what if we start a Disney YouTube channel together? Um, So we just have an excuse to get together and do Disney stuff, talk about Disney, um, and bring Disneyland to the Pacific Northwest um, since we can't go to the parks every day. Um, And it just gives us a really sweet excuse to hang out and um, join the online Disney community um, and reach out to other people who, uh, you know, can go to the parks um, every day so we can kind of learn from them. And then also reach out to the people who are like us and can't go every day.
0: Awesome, awesome. So personally there, what what started your personal love with Disney? We'll start with Ryan. What started your, like what movie, what moment when you were a child or maybe even as an adult, you're like, I love Disney and I'm proud of it?
3: Man, that's a good question. Um, I remember I, I grew up on Disney. Like I have child photos from when I was like two years old rocking like the Mickey Mouse shirt and nice. stuff. And my parents, we would go to Disneyland like – at least once a year, so definitely my, my folks helped nurture that <laughs> Disney like love in me. Um, and then as an adult, like I kind of realized, hey, like Disney doesn't have to be just for like young kids, right? like Disney you know has a calling, I think to everybody, mm-hmm. everybody can relate to it in the stories that they put out and um, just that idea of you can always you know have that like childlike mentality and um, dreams you know come true. Because, you know, like, the adult world kind of likes to shoot that down sometimes and um, try to put you in, like, a box, I guess, if that makes sense. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, definitely kind of grew up with it for sure, man. I like to keep it around even as an adult. So
0: Awesome. What about you, Shelly?
5: Oh, man. Uh, I, have, I have, like, very, like, random moments throughout my life where I'm like, yeah, this is why I love Disney. I definitely grew up on it as well, like my parents Um, had us watch Disney movies all the time and we went to the parks um, quite often when we were younger um, when it wasn't like, you know, a million dollars to go visit and fly (laughs) down there Um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, so that was a treat Um, but kind of like what Ryan was saying, it's just um, life is hard and Disney brings magic and reminds you that you know, your dreams can come true and you don't have to be serious all the time, you can just um, have fun and you you don't have to grow up like peter pan like you you don't really have to grow up you can have responsibilities and you know do life but you can be a kid at heart um yeah i can't remember like a specific moment it's just kind of the lifestyle i grew up on i guess
0: very nice so what about you josh
4: so if you if you watch one of my baby tapes you will see Little Mermaid playing on VHS in the background. Like, it's just been there from the beginning. Um, And I grew up always liking Disney. Uh, I I grew up on it, but... um, Like, I didn't really get into, like, the Disney fandom and, like, the legacy of the Disney company until I was in high school. Um, And I just... once There's that moment when... You're growing up uh, on Disney and uh, you realize that Walt Disney is not just the name of the, the animated movies coming out. It was the name of a person. And once I found that out, that Walt Disney was a real person and how he ran uh, the Disney studios and how he curated this team of artists, that really inspired me. So in high school, I was just eating up just Disney facts, just nonstop. Uh, And I became known at high school as the guy who knows Disney, you know, backwards (laughs) and forwards. So, uh, and yeah, since then, uh, gone to, past few years, been going to Disneyland almost every year. Um, But yeah, that's kind of my story and my connection with Disney.
0: So, talking about Disneyland, living in the Pacific Northwest, you can't go every day. So what is your preferred method of going? Do you make the long drive? Do you fly? How often do you go? What are the must-dos when you're there? Just talk about how how it is to live a life when you're not living in Southern California and you're a Disney fan.
4: Right. (laughs) All right. Yeah, so um, I guess, well, for my family, we, well, my, my family, we don't, We've tried the road tripping, and Shelly's been there for, (laughs) I think, both of those. Yeah. Yeah. And my family's not into the road trip thing. We're very, like, fair weather vacationers. Um, So we usually fly. We typically fly fly over there. Um, But uh, we have traditions, like, every time we go. Like, the night before we have to go to the airport, we we don't go to sleep. We actually stay up all night because... For my family, it's just easier to stay up all night than to wake up in the wee hours of the morning mm-hmm. to get on the flight. Uh, and we will watch the Disneyland fun sing-along yes. that I grew <laughs> up on with all of its 90s charm
0: uh-huh.
4: uh, and a Disneyland documentary. Uh, and we'll do, we'll do that and then go to the airport, get to the hotel, super tired, probably crash. Um... And once we get to the park, the first ride we go on is the Peter Pan ride, because that was the ride I enjoyed most as a kid. Um, Peter Pan is one of my favorite Disney movies. Um, and yeah, we we implement the fast pass system uh, and make sure to get a good ride early in the day. Um, and yeah, we, we, we like to take in all the little details of Disneyland and You know, we we like to sit down on a bench and just people watch sometimes. So, yeah, that's me.
3: Well, for our family, you know, like we can't go as often, obviously, as the people who live there. So, like, you know how normally when a family goes on a big vacation, it's kind of like relaxing to trying to get away from it all and like chill. Well, for us, it's like we go to Disneyland and it's like 24-7 at Disneyland. Yes, yes. It's like – Mm-hmm. We're, we want to be there when the rope drops to when they, like, literally kick us out. <laughs> um, and it's it's kind of mind-boggling to think about people who live there, and they're like, oh, I'll go to Disneyland for, like, three hours at a time, just pop in, have some dinner, and then leave. It's like, that just, just does not compute for me for some reason. Like, we got to be there
4: all day, or we don't go at all. We don't need those kind of people in our life. <laughs> yeah. We don't need that negativity around here. I love
5: Disney, too.
0: They do, it, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a totally different mindset. It's funny because when I hang out with the guys down there, um, they're like, "Hey, let's just go and you know run in and go to the Jolly Holiday real quick." And I'm like, um, <laughs> "Or we could ride some rides." No, no. I'm like, oh, "Guys, <laughs> come on!" Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> or we're just gonna go in and make a quick YouTube video. I'm like, "Okay, we can w- ride Indiana Jones." He was like, "No, I just need to get this video. We'll be in there for like 45 minutes and we'll leave." I'm like, "Come on, guys!" Yeah. <laughs>
3: it just feels wrong. It does. It does. It does.
0: So the 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 drive, how how have you enjoyed that drive? Because the, for me, I know from the Rogue Valley, Southern Oregon, that's like uh, 10-ish hours. So from Portland, that's like, that eats up your whole day. And that has to be, after you leave the Rogue Valley, the most boring drive in the world. Yeah, seriously,
3: just flat for cows, days. And it's just cows, straight.
0: cows, Yep. Yeah. more cows. Yeah. So talk a little bit about, what 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 is your typical day at Disneyland? do? You talked about the rope drop? You know, you're probably you're probably the last one's getting kicked off on Main Street. You get there, rope's dropped. You go to Peter Pan. What are just some of those must dos for you guys?
5: Oh oh, I'm all about the food. Man. I need to eat a churro. I need to eat dolt whip, uh, Matterhorn macaroon. Um, and of course I need to take selfies with all of these foods too. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, I'm all about the shows too. I love, um, the fireworks shows. I always have to watch those. Um, and I always have to get there like an hour, hour and a half early, of course, before the fireworks show starts so you can get a good spot. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm usually out there waiting and if some people don't want to wait with me, they're fine. They're running off doing like rides and stuff. They're like, I can't wait for this. I'm like, well, you have to get in a good spot cause it's so great um so yeah fireworks and food are definitely uh my must-dos
3: uh for me we always have to get a picture with mickey mouse like no matter what kind of trip it is like if we're there for a day or two like we got to fit in time to go see mickey because it's just not a trip to disneyland if we didn't do that it's true Mm -hmm. yeah I guess it's like overlooked I think a lot yeah you get an opportunity to meet the boss
4: yeah (laughs) how often does that happen seriously yeah uh and for for myself um every every year uh I always get a pair of Mickey Mouse ears I just walk around the park looking ridiculous with my mouse ears because everyone else is where else in the world can you do that
0: nothing wrong with that
4: Uh, yeah uh and Uh, My favorite show there that I have to see every time is Fantasmic. Um, And I know, like, the new technology with, like, World of Color is, like, really cool and amazing. Um, But Fantasmic has always been, like, just my favorite show because it's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of stage show and fireworks and water and fire and uh, projections and just all of these really cool and you get to see all of your favorite characters in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So, let's shift up to the Pacific Northwest. What do you guys do up in the the Portland Vancouver area to keep that Disney spirit alive as far as I mean, are there events up there? Are there things you do specifically? Is there a community of people you meet with regularly? How does that work being a part of the Disney community? In real life, outside of Twitter when you don't live like near orlando or, or or Disneyland, like what do you do in Portland and Vancouver specifically?
4: Well, there's Disney on ice
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's my
5: favorite oh it's so great, yeah, now Disney, Disney on Ice of the rose the garden, now. yep, oh yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have to go every year
4: yeah, so there's there's that there we haven't found like a like, group of Disney people yet, but maybe in yeah. the near future we'll will we'll spark the fire that, you know, mm-hmm. what, starts the rebellion or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> spark that lights the fire that, yes, I know you're talking there about. There we go, yeah, yeah. there we
4: go. I kind of butchered the quote, but that's <laughs> what it is. So, yeah, no real, like, Disney community that I know of in the Portland area. And, port, I mean, Portland's focused on so many so many other things. Yeah, uh, it, Disney doesn't seem like a, a go-to like community to or to like grow in in Portland. Um,
2: but we're looking.
4: We're we're okay. always on the lookout for people that you know love Disney and love watching the movies and talking about the parks and stuff.
0: PDX, listen. PDX decasters, listen up. This is your opportunity to shine. Get in contact <laughs> with these guys. Oregonian decasters, get in contact with these guys for real. Uh, yeah. when, when I'm up there, I'm up there quite a bit. I just spend entirely, and this probably sounds weird to you guys, entirely too much time at Clackamas Town Center in the Disney store just kind of hanging around
2: Oh there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> That's definitely a go-to. Whenever I go to a mall and it, there's a Disney store, I have to walk around. Sometimes I'll put on, like, if they have, like, Minnie Mouse uh, headbands and ears and stuff, I'll put them on and I'll walk around the store and, uh, and then I'll find the castle and I'll take a picture in front of the castle <laughs> and I'll pretend that I'm in Disneyland. <laughs>
4: And then we just put it back on the rack and
5: leave. And then
0: I leave, (laughs) yeah. I always buy entirely too much stuff. We're like, why do you need to go to Clackamas Town Center? And you go to the Disney store? Well, you can just buy it online. But but it's not the same. You got to go in, you (laughs) got to experience. There's the quizzing and all the fun stuff. You know that quizzing's for 10 year olds, right? I don't care. I'm going to smash them all.
5: (laughs) doesn't matter.
4: Yeah. You don't have a childlike wonder.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right. So I got some fast, fast quick fire questions for you guys. You can each answer. Uh, Favorite Disneyland attraction? Go.
4: Ooh, Peter Pan's Flight.
5: Pirates of the Caribbean.
4: Indiana Jones.
0: Favorite uh, uh, Disney movie from when Walt Disney was alive?
4: Oh, I guess Peter Pan. <laughs>
5: uh, uh. Come on, Shelly. Ah! <laughs> Bambi. Bambi. <laughs> this oh is God. not a quick fire, Shelly.
4: <laughs> no, this is not. I'm drawing a blank, man. Are you even a Disney Favorite? fan?
5: Favorite? Well, like...
4: You got Cinderella, you got Alice and Peter Pan, and know. Jungle Book.
0: and Jungle Book. That's Jungle it. Book. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Favorite Disneyland dessert?
4: Dole Whip. Churro. Churro.
0: Favorite Disneyland sit-down restaurant?
4: Oh, a plaza.
5: The Carnation Cafe.
3: Carthay Circle was pretty awesome when we went.
5: Oh
0: nice. That was fantastic. Alright. Um thoughts on Hollywood Tower of Terror converting into Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout.
5: Oh man.
4: Ooh. Really awesome. I don't I'm not a thrill attraction person, and so I actually hate that ride, but I win on the Guardians <laughs> one and it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a love and hate. I really miss
5: Tower of Terror, but the new Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty awesome.
4: Yeah, I'm one hundred percent on board <laughs> for sure.
0: Thoughts on Star Wars Galaxy Edge in Disneyland?
4: Cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. But 2019 is going to be kind of nuts. Really looking forward to it. Same. Same.
0: Favorite Um, Marvel movie?
5: Ooh.
4: Jeez. First Iron Man.
5: Captain America. Yeah. Captain
3: America. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1.
0: Favorite Star Wars movie? Probably Rogue One.
5: Yeah, same. I like Rogue One.
3: I think The Empire Strikes Back, for me.
0: Very nice, very nice. And the last question I have is: Anastasia now a Disney princess?
4: No. No. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of feeling that question.
4: And 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 Sarah and Tiff from Thingma Vlogs just made a, a video explaining all that as well. <laughs> mm. Nice.
0: So guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Tell people how they can reach you, your YouTube channel, how they can uh, just get a hold of you and follow your content.
4: Yeah, so we are at youtube.com/imaginerds to keep it easy, simple for you guys. You can also find us on Instagram and you can find us at Twitter at, at @imaginerdsteam. Team, uh, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com/imaginerds. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Everybody, make sure you subscribe to them. Get on their Patreon, support these guys. The more we support them, the more great content they can make. Because you guys, I'm assuming you're doing this for free. You're not, like, getting paid. This, You're not, like. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah.
4: This is definitely a, a fun hobby thing. Yeah. Pure yeah.
5: yeah. fun.
0: That's why we do what we do. Guys, thank you so much for being on. And uh, we'll be sure to look for your videos here in the future and hope to have you back on the show soon.
3: Thanks
5: for having
3: us.
0: Thanks so much, Andy. Thank you. So, yeah, I totally feel with him about not being able to go to the parks. Like, you're lucky. How how often do you go to the parks, Skylar?
1: Uh, I try to go at least, at least once a month. I try (laughs) to. Um, You know, it's... I don't I don't get to go every weekend like a lot of people I know. Um but as long as I go once a month, I'm good. But there are months where I go four or five times out of a month. Um Yeah, it's you know, it it's it's a lot of fun and it, it's when even if you live in Oregon or the Pacific Northwest, as long as you get a chance to get down here once a year, it, it's always worth
0: it. Yeah. Which I get I more more often than not I do. I, I admit I am a little bit spoiled. I mean, gosh, I went there last year. I went twice last year. People, A lot of people are like, I've never been there in my life. And there was several, a few times in the last few years, I went like 10 times. Gosh. So um, I, I, I am definitely spoiled. But thank you to the Imagineers for coming on and talking with us, guys. Make sure you follow and subscribe to their channel. Follow all of them on the social medias. All that will be linked below. With that, do we have any other news, Skyler? Anything else going on besides we need to get Ava DuVernay on this show? I've decided.
1: Uh, that is that is going to be uh, key. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda needs to get on this show. Yes, yes. Um, we'll continue to tweet at them and bug them until they, you know, they listen to our demands. So, and our demands are just say hello to us, talk to us for five minutes, and help us promote your films. Um, yeah, and plus we, we love them.
0: Yes. Yeah. I th- I know people at the Disney studio listen to this podcast. I have looked over the IP addresses on our podcast hits, and the Dis- all Disney studios in Burbank has come up as an internet provider. So I know they're there. If you're in the studio, please help us out. Get Ava DuVernay or Lin-Manuel Miranda. I, I like Ava DuVernay it's sometime in March before we of time. Give us five minutes, Ava. I'm your I am one of your biggest fans as a director. You're my favorite director. Skyler has a crush on you. We can we can work something out, Ava. It'd be it be great. Five minutes, Skype interview, all good. We'll talk dinner. to your publicists. Yeah. We'll you, talk dinner. We'll, all that good stuff. And Lynn Manuel, as soon as as soon as March's over, we're gonna we're gonna be bugging you here on out. And dinner,
1: Lynn Manuel Miranda, you as well.
0: Yes, Lynn. Come on, help! Help out! Help out a struggling podcast here. Uh, with that, guys, make sure you're following us on all the social medias. And uh, gosh, it's just—it's been 150 episodes. That's insane.
1: Like, Man, it's, it, uh, how do you how do you feel at 150? I, it, it feels. What's it, what's it feel like knowing that you're going to post your. 150th episode of the d-cast
0: it's it's weird because the show has been through so many different iterations and um you know it just started as something a friend of mine i had an idea and i got a friend of mine to help me out with because we both love disney and there was no other disney lovers around where i was living at the time and you know, at the time, I didn't. I didn't know there were other Disney podcasts. I thought I had this great idea of we'll have a Disney podcast. Where we're just talking about Disney. No one else is doing this. Only to find out as I began to research it and post our first episode, like, oh, there's like twenty. There, at that time, there was probably about sixty or seventy of them. Now there's hundreds. But man, and then we're coming up on our fifth anniversary. Um which is again is insane because the first two years we we posted very sporadically. We really didn't start getting serious until recently. Um, but gosh, yeah. Look at everyone who's been on the show and this, I, I've had some, (laughs) some listeners on Twitter joked at me lately about the number of co-hosts I've gone through. Um, Skylar staying as long as he wants to be on here, he'll be on here unless he tries to like shank me or steal my money or something. I don't know. Um, I oh, yes. I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen or
1: I don't even want to cross the street. I don't what makes you think I want to go up to Oregon and steal your money? I don't want to cross the street. The you you got to
0: come up from Medford Comic-Con.
1: Medford oh, I'll Com- be there
0: it meant for comic-con will be amazing it is the largest if you don't know it is the largest free comic-con in the nation we're looking at having twenty thousand people here this year which is insane they're shutting down they're shutting down our whole downtown i'm excited for it um yeah yeah but gosh 150 episodes i'm excited i'm excited for 150 more i'm excited to see the show moving you know as we get into you know vidcon this summer i'm planning on being there and then really be able to like Go to like D23 as press. That's the, that's a huge thing for me to be able to sit next to you, you at Disney Film Facts, me with the Dcast, and be able to tweet things from the live action panel or or you know whatever. I'm I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because my request got denied this year again for press pass. I'm not better, but come on Disney, I've been around for five years. I'm okay. I'm okay but so yeah oh gosh I don't know what else to say um what, do you have anything else to say Skylar cause I don't
1: I am uh I am speechless I am ready for to be here for yeah. 150 more episodes <laughs>
0: Awesomeness. Well, guys, make sure you follow us all the various social media networks. Go to thedcast.com for that or disneyfilmfacts.com. All the big stories we we uh, talked about today are at Disney Film Facts. You can go there to check on all the details and the stories, links, uh, all the different Instagram posts we talked about are all there. And with that, you have been listening to the episode number 150 of The Decast. <laughs>